WS Conference Week in Reviews! That's right. Welcome to another exciting week in the Southwest Conference. We just completed week five, and we head into a tumultuous, that's right, tumultuous week six. But before we get started about that, let's welcome our co-host, Mike. Mike, welcome to the show. I know you can't spell tumultuous. Don't even try. Hey, uh, hey guys, glad to be with you again this week. Uh, five weeks into the season already. Uh, it's amazing how fast the year is going by. I feel like I'm just getting started, Steve. But no matter what, we got to be ready because we're heading into week six. Week six, baby. And speaking of week six, let's look at the standings. We had some changes since last week. Of course, our undefeated uh Defending champions, Flying Pigs, are still undefeated at 5-0. and Mulberry Hills, Mulberry Mafia right on their heels <laughs> at 4-1 and in the Arkansas We've got division. some ch ch changes Yeah. Now, in Texas, we had some changes as we now have an outright leader, I think for the first time this season, as the I.O. rookies are now leading the division at 3-2. and and right behind them, giving them lots of things to think about, are the Raging Hulks and the Cougars at two and three. This is a great start to a season, Mike. What do you think about when you see these standings? Well, it's interesting to see we're finally starting to separate the men from the boys. And congrats to I.O. Rookie to getting off to a great start on the Texas side at three and two. But as you said, Steve, those Raging Hulks, they're just right at the heels uh, in fact, I'm looking forward to the next time the I.O. Rookie plays the Raging Hulks. It ought to be a great game. So congrats, I.O. Rookie. It's a long season, guys. Let's all keep working to get to the top. That's right. And speaking of getting to the top, one of the ways you get to the top in this league is you know how to GM your team. You want to just GM the hell out of it. And here's one of the ways you do it. Mike, did you know that you could do one contract extension each year, which means if a player is coming into the last year of their contract, you can do a contract extension what? to keep them even longer. Yes, we no each way. get one that we're able to extend each year, and that's on top of the franchise tag. So it's in addition to. Get out to. of town. Now, the catch is the oh, uh, players' catch. agents. Yeah, the players' agents are, are pretty much jerks here. And they uh, come up with the terms because they want their guy to go to free agency. So they're going to stick you to the wall. But they come right. up with the terms that the player is willing to accept. So when you offer, you say you want to extend, the agent says, okay, here's what we'll take. And it's a take it or leave it offer because they're ready to go to free agency. And you can accept it or you can deny it and then maybe talk to another player on your team about an extension because we get one each year. Now, here's how you do it, though. Uh, you go to your team page, your roster page, and you click on contracts. If you're looking on your phone, you need to turn it in landscape mode or you won't see the extensions available. But once you go into contracts, and if you're on your phone, turn it landscape, you'll see a, a word extend next to the players who qualify. The players who qualify are the players in the final year of their contract. And if you select extend, the agent immediately shoots you the offer and you can decide to accept that <laughs> offer or deny it. Uh, if you deny it, you don't get another chance with that player, I believe. I haven't tested that because when I did one on Kyler Murray last year, I accepted. So I don't I don't know if, if you get a second chance at him or not. 
But I would guess that if you do, it's going to be the same price. But if you want to take a chance on losing one of your players, you can try it. But that's how you do it. So uh, just something to think about. You can do that during the season. I mean, you could do one today. In fact, uh, the defending champions for Flying Pigs extended McCaffrey last week. It cost a bundle to keep him, as you can expect. Um but he was able to do it. So just something a lot of people don't know. And if you're going to GM the hell out of it, this is one of the ways you can do it. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, Steve, uh, you know, I got a little bit of a heads up from you about two hours ago that we were going to discuss this. I was not aware. So I guess I'm not the greatest uh, GM around. But I went and took a look at my top player that's on a one-year contract left on his uh, contract. That's Derek Henry, the running back. And uh, when I clicked on the extension, it came up, said that, you know, that their offer to the team was $53 million for four years. So I did some research just kind of trying to look at what's out there, what other teams are paying, you know, top running backs. And I did find it interesting. So I've got uh, $43 million was the top running back currently, uh, Aaron Jones, on a three-year contract. And then I also found uh, Saquon Barkley. At a forty million contract for three years, and then uh, Chris. Uh, let's see, not Chris, but uh, we were talking about McCaffrey. Currently, the top paid running back at forty nine million, one thirteen, and three hundred thirty three dollars. So you know, I'm trying to balance and kind of guess. You know, how long Derrick Henry is going to be successful? It's something we all have to consider, right? How our players are going to work. Uh, he's twenty seven years old. So if I extend him four years, which would be a, a really good thing, he's going to be 31 by the time the contract ends up. And we're looking at, uh, like I said, 53, $53 million. Is he worth that? You know, that's the decision I have to make. Uh, and, and a decision probably most of us are going to have to make with our rosters. Uh, remind you, uh, the total salary cap for the team this year, now to go up some next year, is $185 million. You know, is Derrick Henry worth $53 million? Um, at age 27, that's the question I have to answer. But, but again, I look at McCaffrey who got an extension at 49 million and I consider, uh, you know, my running back, Derek Henry, right up there with McCaffrey with a little bit less injury, uh, history. So I'm kind of excited about it. It gives us another aspect to look at on managing our team. You know, what's interesting is that not only can you extend the player and the agent decides the amount. The agent also decides the length of the deal. Uh, for example, when I franchised Tad Kyler Murray last year, I was only offered a one-year extension option, nothing else. Oh, and I know that uh, McCaffrey signed a four-year deal. You were offered a four-year deal on Henry. And I know that we were talking briefly before, and you saw a total of six years on uh, a contract for Dalvin Cook, but I don't know if that counts yes. this year or what. So. Long story short, you have to decide not only do you want to make the payment, but do you want to pay yes. it for that many years? And you don't have a choice. You take it or leave it. He can go to free agency and maybe you sign him for a better deal there, but it's a risk. So it, it's an interesting uh, thing to think about when you're yeah. working your lineup. It's part of what I love about this type of league, Steve. And uh, you called me a, year, a couple of years ago and told me about this and it was a little awkward at first, but I'm so glad I jumped in. It's really interesting. It's also interesting to note that, you know, when you extended the contract, uh, they only offered one year. What player was that again? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Of course, he's a great quarterback, uh, so kudos to you there. But, 
It is interesting, only a one-year contract, whereas the other two of us got four-year contracts. I suspect it just has to do a lot with the locker room. You know, I mean, who wants to live in Mulberry? <laughs> you know, when you can live uh, in Tyler, Texas, for example. So I think it's, you know, where you live, the kind of atmosphere you have, uh, the coach, whether you get along with the coach. And clearly, while you've got a great team sitting at Fort One, you've got some locker room issues you're probably going to want to deal with. But, hey, I'm not your GM. That's up to you. Uh, thanks for the heads up and the great advice. No problem. That's what brothers okay. do. Okay. Well, uh, let's get off this subject because I don't like it anymore. And let's go over our game from the week last week. Last week's game of the week was between two division leaders when the soaring, the flying pigs took on the happy endings. The happy endings looked to win the game of the week for the second week in a row and came ready to play with standout performances by Robert Woods and Michael Pittman Jr., combining to score 47.9 points. But the flying pigs were looking to send a message to the rest of the league by having five players score 21 or more points en route to a big victory over the happy endings <laughs> uh, <laughs> as they walk away with the victory 210.5 to 129.98. Woo, it's our first real blowout of the game of the week. What do you think when you look at these results, Mike? How are these teams looking as they go into the next week? Okay, okay. First, uh, Steve, 210.5 points. I think that's the most I've ever seen. Is I think you were noting a couple of weeks back, the top score was around 175. So it's just unbelievable how, uh, without a doubt, the Soaring Swine is performing and throttling on every cylinder. You know, and I took a look at their score uh, just real briefly on Monday, and it seemed like every player, or at least half of their players, were above 20 points. And everybody in that starting lineup seemed to be, uh, uh, you know, 10 points or more. It was just uh, really impressive. I'm just kind of wondering, because I've never seen a team dominate quite like they are dominating. And week after week, we give them the kudos. But you have to wonder, I mean, in all seriousness, how can a team continue to produce like that all year? If they do, and it is a possibility, if they do, there's nobody going to stand in the way of the Soaring Swine. 210 points. And that's not a knock at all. Uh, on the happy endings, uh, 129 is not a terrible score, but 210 is just absolutely incredible. So I'm super impressed, and I'm just wondering, you know, injuries can change things, um, or, or or chemistry can change, uh, a, a coach can be changed at the NFL level. You never know, but uh, what's going to go in for the rest of the year? But wow, 210 points, Steve. Seriously, what do you think about a score that high? That's amazing. Yeah, our only hope is that they're peaking too early or yes, that, exactly. uh, you know, the, the bye weeks. Hopefully, I haven't looked at their lineup. Hopefully, they made some poor choices and have multiple players on bye weeks. And maybe that's when they'll be vulnerable. But right now, they're not vulnerable. They were able to survive the injury to Christian McCaffrey like it never happened. Uh, that was really our only hope. And now he's back. So Unbelievable. 
Yeah, I'm going right, to pee my pants when I play him. I know that much. Yeah, yeah, you know, only shot is the Lord, so let's pray. Lord, <laughs> I appreciate the uh, uh, leader of the Soaring Swine, the GM. But it's unfair what's going on right now, Lord. We just ask that you'll intercede and use your powers to somehow strike down <laughs> or at least lower the number of points the Soaring Swine is throwing at the entire league. In Jesus' name, amen. And the league says... Amen. Amen. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we already know the answer to this next award, but let's take our look at our first award of the week. It's time for this week's Unbeatable. I know I will not have this forever, but I promise you the next person to hold it earns it because our time is now. Because the champ is here! King Kong ain't got shit on me! All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there. The soaring, the flying pigs took home their third unbeatable award of the season. Three out of five, 60% of the weeks we have played, the unbeatable award is gone to the flying pigs. Yeah, this what else week, is new? Yeah, and this week they bested the entire season when they scored the league high for the year, unbelievable, 200 and 10.5 points. Mike, we already talked about them a lot. You want to add anything before we move on? Just congratulations. Un un unbelievable, unbeatable. Soaring swine. So, flying pigs. You. Okay, we run that, we run that one into the ground. Okay. <laughs> Which one? I can't say it. Half of it's a joke and half of it's real. I have a lisp, and he did that on purpose. He wanted to hear me spit each week. Anyway, all right. Well, for which we know, for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. And now, what Why? was I thinking? No! Why? Fucking shit, fuck me in a This week's What Was I Thinking Award goes to the Soaring Swine. See, I can do it if I try. As they job, had congrats. Justin Herbert on their bench scoring 42.82 points. Jeez, even their bench is dominant. Anything before we move on? I'm tired of talking about them. Steve, seriously, think about what you just said. 42 point something points and the guy didn't even start? Good golly. No, nothing else to mention. Great job. 
Congrats. Soaring swine. What were you thinking? And now... It's time for Freak of the Week, where the greatness is in the grind. The Freak of the Week, as we know, is an award that goes to the highest scoring player started this week. We have... An award that doesn't go to the Soaring Swine. This week, the Freak of the Week goes to the Mulberry Mafia. As they had tight end Mark Andrews score 41.7 points. Mike, a tight end scoring 40 points. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Congratulations, Steve. Steve, seriously, you had the uh, Freak of the Week even over the Soaring Swine. Wow. Wow, wow. Congrats. I'm just celebrating anybody. It's not the soaring swine. Great job. Yeah, anything that's not soaring swine is awesome. <laughs> so let's all that's clap right. that it's just not him. Who cares? It's me. It could be anybody but him. Anybody. Yeah. Amen. Amen. All right. So Mulberry Mafia, you are the freak of the week. Fall is the season for exciting live football action with the Southwest Conference Game of the Week. Every Saturday afternoon, Channel 11 brings you some of the best teams in the nation playing football the way it should be played. Sports fans, don't miss this week's kickoff. There's no better excitement than the Southwest Conference Game of the Week. For the second week in a row, we have division leaders clashing as the Texas division-leading I.O. rookies Take on the Arkansas division-leading Soaring Swine. The Iowa rookies will bring names like Jonathan Taylor, Devontae Adams, and Mike Evans. And the Soaring Swine will counter with names like Josh Allen, Ezekiel Elliott, and Justin Jefferson. This one should be good. Mike, could this be the team that topples the evil empire of the Soaring Swine? You know, Steve, I was taking a look at this matchup, uh, and it is definitely the game of the week. I want you to listen a little bit, and there may be some changes on Iowa Rookie's uh, lineup, but he's got quarterback uh, Tyler Henneke. Uh, I, I, I mean, good golly, that's the Washington quarterback, probably the best in the league. He's starting running backs Daryl Henderson from L.A., Jonathan Taylor from Indianapolis. His wide receivers, he's got Mike Evans from Tampa Bay, Dalton Schultz, what a stud that guy is with the Cowboys. And most importantly, Steve, his place kicker, Mason Crosby of the Green Bay Packers. And they're playing the hated Chicago Bears. So you know there's going to be a lot of extra points, a lot of field goals. I'm going way out on a limb here. And I'm taking the I.O. rookie in the upset of the week. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. We have a new category here. This is my stone Stone cold cold lock of the the century. century. All week. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. In fact, uh, you know, need to have a T-shirt with that on it. We can sell on uh, through Facebook on our website for the. I league. think. Well, if you're a Southwest Conference Plus member, you already get that for free. But uh, for <laughs> those that aren't, I, I think you should make up uh, the shirt and send it to the winner each week if they actually pull off the upset as you predict. That's not a bad idea. Uh, a red one and an orange one. Depends on which side of the league they're on. Ah, genius. Anyway. Okay. Hey, seriously. See, this, I, as I look this at is... that, if I look at that lineup, Taylor Henneke, that guy's phenomenal. I mean, <laughs> forget Josh Allen or Baker May- Mayfield or Justin Hebert he- yeah. on the other side. We're talking Taylor yeah. Henneke. This, in fact, if he's not careful, uh, I.O. Rookie may may actually blow him out. So I'm, I'm definitely taking I.O. Rookie. And what everybody else is saying uh, is uh, going to be an easy victory 
for um, the soaring swine, I, I'm seeing it just the opposite. And that's the bottom line. What? Cause Stone Cold Simpson. Give me a hell yeah. I know the entire league is praying that you are correct. I literally pray. You heard me earlier. <laughs> that's true. All right. Well, we talked about division leaders. Well, let's talk about something a little bit different. Yeah. Something a little bit happy. Have the Justin Bieber Award? Is it an award? is it positive? I don't know. No, but, no, the, but the Justin no. Bieber Award, uh, as we know, goes to the last place team in the league each season, and the Bieber Award is really starting to take shape as we have now whittled it down to two teams currently, all alone at the bottom of the standings, heading into Week Six. The one and four Jake Snakes. And one in four Kamikaze Mustangs are the two teams at the bottom this week. Now, there's a lot of games that to be played, so this is far from over. But at least those two teams have something to shoot for in the Justin Bieber Award. Right, Mike? Well, Steve, seriously, we're looking at the Jake Snakes and the Kamikaze Mustangs. Those are two really good GMs and two really good teams. We talked for weeks about how Jake Snakes barely lost those first few games. Uh, so who knows what to expect. These two teams are bottom dwellers today, but I don't see either one of them winning the Bieber Award. Really, that's reserved probably for the Soaring Swine, but that's to, still to be seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. That's definitely going Hell to the yeah. Swine. And that's the bottom line. What? Because Stone Cold said so. Give me a hell yeah. That, that, that's it. Yeah, and we, yeah. when we both got to quit saying the word. It's the... It's the Justin Bieber recognition. The 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 dreaded just, Justin Bieber recognition. <laughs> yes, can't yep. wait. Can't wait to see the swine win that one. All right. Hey, you know, no, they actually not, won not it. Kidding, though. I don't I don't see Jake Snakes or Kamikaze Mustangs being this at the bottom as the season progresses. They they just both got off to a rough start. You know the year before the swine won the championship last year the year before that they had won the bieber recognition award prize so i'm just saying yeah all right it happened now let's take a look at our season-long battle of the states we had three matchups this week in the battle of the states let's see how they turned out the raging hulks took on the mulberry mafia and the mafia put out the hit and won the game for Arkansas. So that's one for Arkansas. The Cougars like the allegory, took on Brady Gaga. Yeah. And showed that they are a force as they won the game for Texas in solid fashion. And now it's one to one. Congrats, Cougars. We go into the third and, matchup. Oh, I'm biting my nails. I mean, the third matchup oh. is one to one. How exciting is this? Tell yeah. me, tell me. That left the matchup that was last week's game of the week between the happy endings and the soaring swine. And as we know, the soaring swine had a statement victory and won the game for Arkansas, giving Arkansas the week two to one. Once again. Turn that down, Drew All right. So with that week in the books, 
that puts the season-long total Arkansas nine, Texas four. (laughs) I mean, ooh, love it. Ooh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be close. It's gonna be close. No, honestly, soaring swine being on our side of the league, nothing whatsoever. We're just talking about better. You know, the soaring (laughs) swine have not played an Arkansas team yet. So really, well, well, thanks, soaring swine, for helping with uh, this part of it. I mean, they're five and zero, oh, and Arkansas has a total of nine wins. So, really, if you take the swine out, it's four to four. So, there's no, something that not, uh, Texas can not, lean on. But yeah, that's like saying, well, if we're you know if we remove the sunshine, the day's always dark. I mean, come on, we're not we're not removing the swine. It's nine to four. That's right. It's nine to four. Period. I'm trying to give them. Period. Trying to keep them. Trying to keep them invested because you know they're getting killed. They've already anyway. left. This is the end of the podcast. They left t- five minutes ago. Believe me. That's that's true. They probably left before we got to this part. All right. Well, saying that, way, every- this is this is where we have friendly banter and uh, mal- mouthing back and forth. That's at the front of the script. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Wrap up. Wrap up. Yeah. Wrap. Wrap up. Reese. Wrap, wrap up. up. All right. So, all right. Well, we headed to an exciting week six, where maybe we'll see the soaring swine get knocked it's off the happen. pedestal, and Mike's stone cold solid upset of the week pick let's see if he's right i don't have anything else for it mike you got anything for this one don't forget to set your lineup guys this is an odd time with people being uh, out on uh um you know teams not playing this week on a bye and then we've still got these crazy games i think going on in europe that started oddball time so pay attention to your lineups set them and be ready to win we've got to click it or stick it yeah that's right i forgot i i think you're right they do play in london this week too uh, there's at least four teams on by this week. I think next week there's seven teams on by. So you might even want to look ahead to Ooh. your lineup next week to make sure you can fill all those holes that are coming. Um, uh, cause that's going to be the difference between winning and losing. But with that being said, I think that's the end of our podcast. Bye, goodbye, 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 goodbye.